banging. Guys, listen, thanks for taking the time to speak to me. Um, first things first, you having a good day? Absolutely, mate, yeah. Always. Thank, you. thank you for the wicked review, by the way. No worries, no worries. It's always a pleasure <laughs> to hear something you, you love, you know, you love <laughs> music. So, you know, it's awesome to be able to appraise an album that just hits right with you, you know? No, thank yeah, you, man, mate. I feel no. that. Thank you very much. Really enjoyed that one. Aside from the day then, 2022 overall from Visions. Good start to the year. Obviously, the focus has been on the new album. But aside from that, been been pretty solid. Yeah, busy. Really busy. Like, I think uh, this album's definitely changed uh, a lot of things for us and made us kind of like a lot more go, go, go with uh, the band, which is well good. It's super exciting. Um, yeah, you know, it's only, what are we, in second month of the year, Already dropped a fire album. <laughs> so far, it's looking good. Interesting. What do you say it's, this album has changed a lot? What what specific things on the top of your head do you go, okay, yep, that's already quite significantly different for us as we, as you say, as we're into February? Oh, I mean, to be fair, just the attention that, that yeah. we're getting from the album, like the positive feedback as well. You know, we're getting a lot of love, which is, you know... I mean, we've always received a decent amount of attention for records and stuff, but like the like overwhelming kind of status of this kind of thing is it's been really, really positive, like a lot, you know, more so than previous records, which is super exciting. Yeah, the dust has barely settled on this. We're four days as of the time of recording since release. So when you say like reception wise, are we are you trawling the comment sections on your social media? Are you reading up and hearing what fans are actually saying? Because reviews are one thing, reviews, you know, one thing, but that actual social media, YouTube comments situation could sometimes be quite different. Well, we're always looking through absolutely everything. Um, <laughs> I think Lucas, when we uh, release an album, actually doesn't leave that chair he sat on for a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, it's mad. <laughs> it's one of those things that is, it's really interesting for us to to look at the reception we get, the comments we're getting, the reaction videos, people's g- genuine reactions and whatnot. It's it's all really interesting. It's all part of the fun of releasing an album for us. So, yeah, we're very much uh, aware and present on the comments and uh, things that are coming out. You mentioned reaction videos. Do you like them? Because some artists can be hit and miss about those style of YouTube videos. Oh, we dig them. They're awesome. Like particularly releasing music when there's not really a lot of shows going on. Everyone's sat at home for an artist to be able to connect with a fan and like see someone's first time listening to something. Is that authentic moment is great. Like you know, it's the same thing as like when we first listen to a song. Like the impact we get from moments in songs. Like to see someone share that same feeling and like. You know, an yeah, unadulterated un, un way. You know, it's not just someone going, I am like performing to a camera to see someone genuinely be like, oh shit. Like, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. It gets us just as excited as it gets them, which is meant. Oh, that's awesome, man. So, Deadlock, that's the new album. Third album, is. Visions. Of course, it's not about the pandemic specifically, but it was conceived and created over this lockdown pandemic period. The question I have for you would it exist as it is? If COVID had never happened, I don't think it would. You know, yeah, I don't. I think co- the the thing with COVID is that it's it, it's released the the pressure of having to do it in a certain time frame. So it's got a lot more attention than it probably would have if if COVID wasn't here. Because when you're touring and 
you constantly want to be releasing new things so that you, when you're playing shows, there's the reason for somebody to come to your show again. And then, so it's just giving it a lot more time and it's allowed us to have a lot more patience with it. Yeah. A lot more attention to detail, like you said. And like, you know, we've, well, I actually saw what like an Instagram story that I posted of like one of the first riffs for this record. Um, this was like last week. So, but it told me, on like a time hop thing, it was 132 weeks ago. That's like over three years, just about three years of like the first riff was written. Um, you know, so like if we were, if it wasn't for COVID, it probably would have been, the album probably would have been out last year. Yeah, probably last year. Uh, we would have, not this particular album, it would have been a completely different record. We would have, you know, not sat there and, you know, when you're doing it in a different situation where you've got to kind of keep, and you've got less time you know our focus was just let's write an amazing record let's do that you know we could let everything kind of drop down a bit and not be on socials not have to do anything because everyone else is in the same boat you're not going to get left behind you're not going to you know it's not that it's a competition or anything like that but you know things are always moving and if you're kind of out of the conversation you can get left behind um whereas everyone was in the same boat well, it's interesting. You say it's not a competition, but those early days uh, with lockdowns and stuff and people trying to find their feet and not really being unsure uh, sure about what would happen with live shows and stuff like that. It, there was very tentative steps across from the biggest band to the smallest band in the world on uh, sort of social media, live streams, things like that, about what to do. And obviously, by the time we kind of reached two years in, everyone's got a bit stronger about it we were seeing full production live stream like that um is that aspect of things did that worry you did you look at it and think oh my god there's so much of this is going on there's so much music being written during this period that it could effectively bury our music um no probably probably not no like i think the thing for us is you're so focused on something that like you know we were already kind of started writing we released gold-blooded just as uh pandemics kind of happened and that song was you know blowing up for us anyway we were getting more attention than we ever had when the pandemic first started because of that song and all the while we're sat there writing the new record and using that as the standard of bar to be like if it's not as good as this song it's not on the record um yeah i mean there was a lot of like we, we talked about doing you know full production live streams and stuff particularly when we went into creating all of like the videos and stuff for this album campaign hmm. but you know as the events progressed you know the show started to come back and you know, for us, the, the actual budget you need to put in to do these full production live videos is insane. You bring so many different people together to do it. Um, the, the, the return on it can be incredible as well. But it's, um, you know, for us, ultimately, we want to be out playing the show. So as soon as the show kind of came back around, it was like, this is what we're going to do. Now is the time to release this. You know, if anything does happen, we can't do anything again, then, you know, at that point, we'll probably look at different avenues. But, you know, I think we kind of got lucky with the time we released because, you know, things are seeming to be a bit more normal. Seemingly, seemingly, we can only hope it continues. Although it seems like every day or two, another tour gets postponed and pushed back. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like an hour ago, the Gojira tour has now been pushed back to February 2023. Oh, man. Just like, I think, well, the, the issue, I think, with a lot of them is... Uh, because obviously Europe are not quite as like open as we are. So right now the UK and America are probably the two most horrible places in the world. Um, 
because the restrictions are not as heavy. Yeah. And bands, when they're coming from America, they're not wanting to usually just come to the UK. They want to do UK and Europe. But I think we'll see some really cool tours over the next year from American bands who come just to the UK. I think what they're going to start doing is they'll, you know, maybe go a bit more expansive with UK tours, maybe go a bit harder because, you know, people from Europe can fly into the UK, watch a tour and then, you know, go home. Um, But I think, you know, I think it might actually be something that really helps the music industry in the UK because at the end of the day, we're now the access point for people who want to see European bands. And it's weird to talk about any benefit of the past two years, but one of the other benefits I think is worth knowing is only that with a focus being on just the UK only, it's meant a lot more focus on the UK scene as well. Have you guys felt that benefit? Um, it's a bit hard to describe, isn't it, really? I think like, we get more attention from the US than we do anywhere else in the world, which is, mm. I mean, it, it's, it's weird, but it also makes sense. I'd say that our sound is quite, you know, a US metalcore-y sound. Um, but yeah, there's definitely been a lot of like UK love. There's been a lot of bands who have emerged and like risen through the ranks through like releasing through the pandemic. I think it's incredible. It's nice to see um, some of these bands, that, you know, like, obviously with Download Pile and stuff like that, a lot of bands getting opportunities to, you know, open, you know, like gatekeepers to like open these doors for these bands, yeah. to, like give them opportunities to excel in their career. So I think a lot of UK bands have come out of the pandemic in a better position than they were before. I think it's the case because a lot of people have had more time on social media than they probably ever have. Yeah. So they're, they're diving in deeper than they would into anything else. So they're discovering these new musicians, bands or whatever. So they're all getting like a, a surge and it's really good to see. One of the few benefits of social media there, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, massively. Do you think Deadlock reflects the general mentality that has existed sort of over the past two years, not necessarily worldwide, but more within Envisions? And if so, do you think then that this album is going to always be quite a notable stop on the road for you? Oh, 100%. Like, this album's our album, whether someone else have, like, you know, relates to it or not, this is a moment in time. Like, you know, our group chats are getting pretty bleak, you know, over the two years because he's just that part a huge part of your life and yeah as i'm sure probably most metal fans will attest to metal music in particular that community it defines your personality like that you know if you a lot of time if you're a metalhead it's a huge part of you and having that kind of like live community that live show thing taken away for us just kind of put us in this this hole you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that this has allowed us to capture all that negative bullshit put it in a box and be like yeah cool that's this moment in time for us um which i think it also is a great learning curve because it's not something we've ever really done with a record you know that's opened up a new avenue of like maybe that's how we can kind of go moving forward but were you conscious as well then when i guess it came to almost writing the record and how that came about that ultimately you don't want the album to be oh if we play that, say, in 10 years' time, we decide to do a 10-year anniversary album show or whatever, and it sounds like it belonged only in that period, 10 years down the line, when COVID's a forgotten thing and that kind of thing, the pandemic, surely the, uh, you, were you conscious of the fact that you wanted it to still fit in Envision's catalogue? I still feel like it would because of how it is written. It's not, <clears throat> when you listen to it, it's not solely, like, basing itself to the, to now. Yeah. It's, it's wrote in, like, a vague way that if you listen to it in 10 years time 
you'll be able to find something that's happened in your life to still attach to it, regardless of it being, it was wrote like 10 years ago. So I still feel that it would, it will still be a relevant album then. Massively. Music's like, you know, all music's just an access point for you to paint your own picture with, isn't it? Like that kind of thing. It's like that when I listen to a song and then Ben listens to a song, it'll be our song, it'll be the same song, but the, what we take away from it, how it makes us feel will be completely different. You know, we'll have our own, you know, trigger moments that'll access different kind of parts of our emotion, I think. But, you know, obviously there's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of, um, you know, frustration and a lot of kind of like struggle in this album, but it's, it's personal human struggle. It's not COVID struggle. Do you know what I mean? It's like us trying to figure out our place within this struggle. And that's, you know, unfortunately, no matter if it's COVID or the next bag of bullshit, it's all going to be, you know, there's, there's going to be something going on. Yeah, I think that's super important as well, because I think the expectation is if they don't know much about the album, someone going into it, is that the frustration and the themes that might exist around certain tracks will be based on the last two years. But the simple fact of it is 20, 30, 40 years down the line, when you're 15 albums deep, this one will still, the themes will still be as relevant then because these are human problems. Exactly. Yeah, man. I don't think they'll go away. I mean, at the end of the day, like, these are kind of problems that are presenting themselves or maybe because we've had this time to sit at home that as human beings, we've slowed down. And when you slow down, you start to notice things about your own personality and like your own mentality that maybe you haven't addressed and maybe that you don't kind of deal with on a daily basis. And this is kind of the, the starting point of being like, Do you know what, maybe that's not okay. And maybe I need to actually look at that a bit deeper. The expression that you you know, you portray throughout this album. Is this something that's getting easier for you to do? That the kind of laying yourselves bare, bare, talking about these difficult themes, stuff that particularly in the metal and rock world is becoming a bit more open and people are talking about. How do you guys, are you comfortable talking about it now? Yeah, I uh, I feel like it is good. And then if we can set any form of an example for somebody to talk out and then that's also good. So if people will... Fans of musicians, if they're doing something, they tend to look up to them. So then they'll be like, oh, I feel like I can now go and talk out about it. So that's also like the um, the push you need, sort of. So now I, I feel like it's a, it's a really good and, for me, easy, easy, easy thing to portray. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Because end of the day, music is it's form of you know like media or creative like stuff is meant to be escapism to a degree so there's always going to be that thing you don't want it to necessarily always be too far down the rabbit hole otherwise you're not gonna maybe you, you, you know you'll go for it that's like specific reason because that helps you deal with that but you won't maybe be able to find some solace in it as well but i think you know it definitely it's you know when we write songs we don't write a song because we think this is going to help someone else this is going to do something to someone else it's us trying to figure out our own shit. And like, if that helps someone else to mint. Um, and I think that's the thing, like, you know, when we're sat writing tunes, we're not sitting there thinking going, oh, you know, will, you know, the fans like this, will this do this? Like, we're just sitting there writing what we feel, what we want to hear. And I think, you know, that's a good thing. I think if you start necessarily writing to please, that's not, really going to be like an honest expression so well then it loses all its um uh I'm trying to find a word i'm trying to think of it lo it's like when you're writing something for yourself or 
something that you've been through, you can really put the emotion into it. So, that, but if you're writing for Disingen- somebody else, disingenuous, yeah, and it's yeah. Like, it, it's, it, it's it loses its authenticity, and then it's not, it's just, it's not going to be a hundred percent you, if you if you mm. know what I mean. And you can't put your emotion into it. You can't put how like, yeah, it just what have the it what have the same personalities if you're writing from where you've been or what you're doing or what you're going through, what you've been through or whatever. So I feel like writing for yourself from your own perspective for people to attach to, if they can, then yeah, brilliant. Amazing. They can listen to your story. They might learn something from it. They might grow from it. Perfect. But as soon as you're writing for somebody else or whatever, I just think it loses its authenticity and people will struggle to latch onto it. Well, I think it's super important that people, at least from my perspective, is buzzwords as they are, believable and relatable uh, music coming from this album. But the other one that really struck me is the word passion. And it's such a passionate display from you guys on this record, which is really interesting because I guess maybe it's my, my issue more than anything else. But your, your process to getting this album out has been changed, a forced change regardless. So I mm-hmm. guess almost how easy... How easy was it for you to infuse the, your passion, the Envision's passion, into this record as compared to the previous two? I think it's just a huge change. I feel like the previous records like, would be really good, but this is the first time we've kind of like put ourselves out there a bit more and like you know laid it on the line. And it's like for us, like you know, uh, you know, Ben's been in bands for years. I've I'm, I was actually talking about this the other day. I was playing guitar when I was 10 years old. I'm 26 now. Like everything I've done in my life has led to this record. I mean, every, every time I've learned a trick from someone else recording, every time I've learned a riff, like that's, you know, it's all a journey. It's all accumulation. And each album is meant to be the best presentation of you are as a musician and also who you are as a person. I think, you know, obviously there's been a forced change, but it's not... Well, it's not, it's not false. It's a, a natural progression. That's what I mean. It's an evolution that kind of wasn't necessarily discussed. It was just something that happened for us all. And being able like to say the passion, capturing the passion in that, I think, you know, with the lockdowns and not having, you know, live music and stuff that really put into perspective that, you know, you know me and Ben are 26, you're 27 now, uh, the other lads are 30. We, we need this band to happen because this is what we want to do for our career. Right. If it doesn't happen, you know, what are we going to do? You know, there's one thing we're good at, and that is being in this band. And that's where the passion comes into it. That's where Deadlock is. You know, if we haven't got that, we, we've got to give it every ounce, every fiber. And that's, you know, like you say, that's what gave this album a real passion because it's it's our album about our struggle to try and, you know, do something bigger than just be all guys who are going to end up working jobs hey. I think there's no question, particularly how you, how you talk and describe your position as of right now, that you've ridden this wave the last two years and up to this point and come out stronger, stronger than ever, it seems. I hope so. It feels 100%. that way. Uh, definitely, because it, it gives you more time to think the break that we've had. I mean, we were riding the wave of playing shows and we were on it. We were loving it. And then as soon as that's taken away from you, it's either going to make or break you, in it? Because and you did see, sadly, a lot of bands split up over the year. Uh, the mm-hmm. pandemic and whatnot and um for us i feel like it was just a it was more of a, a drive and uh it was polar a, opposite a, wasn't it yeah a, a drive and like a pushing passion 
because we missed it so much and it was just something that we needed rather than needed like sooner rather than thinking man this isn't for me we were just like no this this we need it back asap mm. This has been all over an incredibly short amount of time, though, in the Envision's life, um, which I think would really surprise people. Speaking to you here, you'd take a guess and say, oh, you're 15 years in. But of course, that's not the case. <laughs> when you reflect on, on what was effectively six years ago, how far removed do you feel from yourselves then to yourselves now? Really far, to be fair. Like, yeah, like massively. That- that first record we, you know, we released it in 2017, hmm. but we actually like some of those songs were demos that I'd had from when I was like 16 years old. There was other songs on there that we wrote in 2015. Yeah, so the band was before we actually launched in 2016. We were already working on the album, so yeah, that's pushing on like eight years. And yeah, I think particularly as well with um, the whole pandemic, the pandemic has aged people rapidly, and I feel like it's definitely done that to me. I creature comforts now man honestly but yeah shock to the system we went back on tour and it's like back to sleeping in a van and like you know you're so used to your your radiators and your comfy beds and your back not hurting. <laughs> no but, mate um, my back hurts all the time because <laughs> you're the tallest human in the entire world you see him trying to sleep sideways in a transit van it's uh yeah it's a recipe it's, for disaster it, it is but it's fun but yeah how was, how was that december that december run it was wicked, but we were ducking and diving COVID costs all over the place. I like, got really ill. Yeah, to be fair, we also like, had flu in like the team, and it was just, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you got through it. Yeah, it was weird, because like, obviously every morning we're there doing COVID tests, and I, I imagine if anybody walked, uh, walked past the van in the morning, it was like a soundboard of a disaster. It was awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it was pretty uh, great. It was, it's just what we have to do. It's you adapt and overcome it. And it's just, if we have to do a COVID test to play a show, I am more than happy to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part and parcel of it now. Of course, you've got some album release shows coming up in mid-April. Leeds and London. Yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Have you... I, it seems like quite a distance away from the album actually released. It's like, what, two months? I have to ask, is that on purpose or is it become because of a, a problem we're seeing quite a lot which is it's difficult now to find venues and dates because of the mammoth amount of delays to the shows of two years bit, bit of both yeah. actually like um you know obviously because now the uk has opened up everyone's like quick book um so there's been a bit of a delay in terms of that but i think it's probably working in our favor because you know people have more time to sit with the record um you know but yeah, it was a bit of delays and it's a bit of a, a situation where as well, like we didn't want to book it necessarily for February because around December time, everything started to seem like it was going to get absolutely shut down again. Yep. And, you know, we're in the situation that we don't want to cancel and reschedule just as much as the next guy. So if we get for April when it's going to peter in on summer, the best bet is that everything is going to be fine by then even though things are completely fine now well things are still happening now anyway but for us it was like that's gonna be a safe bet and we were originally i think we were going for march but then that was when the scheduling issues with all the venues being held up kind of pushed it to april but yeah i'm just happy we're getting to do summer (laughs) 
I think you're probably quite safe for April. I can't speak for Leeds, but London is my city. The Black Heart is a venue. I, I was literally there last bloody week. I know it very, very well. So, folks, man, if you well, go get those tickets because I imagine this will be a sellout show. But um, sure. I think you're going to absolutely well. You, 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 I presume, guys, you know the Black Heart, yeah? Yeah, yeah we played, played there a couple, a couple of times. times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a decent size, but it can get very, very hot and sweaty in there. It's gonna be warm. <laughs> it's gonna be warm. <laughs> Um, what's the latest with the vinyls? So the vinyls are due to... So what we actually... Uh, we have some of the test presses now. We've had them for a while. We actually went back to get some changes on the side B of the test press. So that was that was not what they held up. It was just the vinyl kind of issues. Um, but they are scheduled to be pressed in a week and a half's time. Okay. So we're actually going to get them like the well we hope but provide there's nothing else that goes wrong fingers crossed COVID is a nightmare but they're being pressed in the UK as well which is super cool for like us because you know most vinyls now are pressed in Czech Republic um, and across Europe and you know in fact that our first ever vinyl pressing these are first pressings they're going to be happening in the UK distributed from the UK by us is like yeah super cool really really excited about that Oh, well done. I'm so pleased. I was worried you were going to say, oh, it's uh, stuck for the next three months or six and so on. Dude, we started this process in July last year. Um, so, you know, we were very aware of the delays. Um, it was only actually because of, you know, obviously in the UK in December, everyone had COVID. So there was people just dropping. It was because of that, those short stats are like everything just got pushed back a couple of weeks. So we were on track up until... Yeah, I think it was like mid-January we kind of found out. But yeah, we're on it. I'm uh, absolutely like a bloodhound emailing all the time. Like, where's my, where's my test press? Well, where's my vinyls? <laughs> it does feel like a bit like a steam train with you guys at the moment. You know, all this conversation we've been having here for the last half an hour, plus the obviously the album and the show's upcoming that's now properly picking up speed. It feels like the momentum is so behind you, particularly coming off the back of, I still can't believe it's only been four days since the release um, of a simply spectacular album. I know I can't ask, I know you can't tell me what like your long-term plans are because who knows what they are, but I just, I guess I want to ask you finally, is the plan in your heads, is the hopeful plan just simply to smash the next 2022 and into 2023 as hard as possible and just take advantage of this album? 100%. Yeah, literally. We've, uh, we're so, we just want to play as many shows as we can, make, go new places, go back to the same places and make up for the, the time we've lost on the road, really. And um, we just really want to be out there as much as possible. And that's what we're looking forward to the most is seeing everybody again, getting the feeling of playing shows, meeting fans, whatever, and drinking beers. <laughs> yeah 100% hoping this record is the one that kind of takes us off uh, you know maybe like out of the smaller scene and kind of into the ranks of you know some of the artists that we really look up, up to so hopefully the chance to play with some of like our idols and stuff as well would be super cool um, also quite daunting like that's that one of the things I've noticed as well with this album pick up a bit of traction I'm like oh shit what if this person hears it and like you know I really look up to this person they're like nah it sucks I'm gonna be like ah oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. that's just like me getting into a hole but yeah I was like it's the first time I've ever kind of experienced that purely like you said because it, it really does feel like for us as well that things are kind of starting to get a lot more attention than we're definitely used to which is super super exciting for us wake up in the morning just looking at your phone see what amazing things happened <laughs> 
Friends, it's well deserved and I wish you all the success over the next couple of months. I hope nothing derails. I hope everything goes the way it should do. Thank you so much for Thank taking you. the time to do this. Thank you for Thank talking you very much, much man. Thank you. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on GBHBL.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?